Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. New information shows the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party lied about the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop, and now they're denying any connection to Joe Biden. Weird. Shakespeare had a line about people who overreact to an obvious truth. It was, uh, he doth protest too much. You said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? Get your words straight, Jack. How did he know my name was Jack? Been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. No indication, just a lot of evidence. Focus on the problem. Focus on this man. I am focusing on the problem, and the problem is this man. What he's doing that no president has ever done. You're a damn liar, man. But that company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not it's know. like my kids when they were little. I did not eat those cookies. Um, you've got crumbs around your mouth. What you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Everybody's saying that. What, don't Who said that? that? There is no controversy about my son. It's all a lie. The evidence of a cover-up by the left is so obvious it even caused Bill Maher to have a moment of clarity. You know, that same moment of clarity we had two years ago. The ne'er-do-well, I'm sorry, Hunter Biden, but you are. And, you know, you made a living being a ne'er-do-well. Who I thought he was a crack-addicted uh, prostitute monger. Was taking money just because you were the vice president's son and you had influence. He got, I think, four point, yes, eight million dollars from... Chinese energy. Yeah, but any crack-addicted guy with a law degree can make that kind of money. No, not really. Companies to sit on the board and consult. Yeah, that was his passion in life. <laughs> energy exploration. Yes. Hooker explanation was his passion. Did a lot of that. <laughs> okay, so the New York Post got a hold of what was in the computer. Yes. And, um, you know, because the New York Post is a Republican paper. And the New York Times and the Washington Post are the Democrat paper. That's where we are again, kind of. And the Republican paper, Twitter canceled their account. Because it's not the Republican paper, it's the truth paper. Yeah, yeah. Arizona gubernatorial candidate Kerry Lake spoke to Newsmax about the obvious. That is, the Biden family appears to be really, really corrupt. Well, the laptop from hell, because of the media burying that story, has now turned in the president from hell. I mean, honest to God, what Joe Biden has done to this country in just a little over a year, I'm not sure we can take another day, month or year of his presidency. And you're right. 
disturbing stuff, not only about Joe Biden and his dealings with our enemies like the CCP and all of the deals he made with Ukraine makes you wonder why he's trying to send billions of dollars over there. I'm talking about the incredibly disturbing details about Hunter Biden's life, not just the drug use and all of that. We've known about that for a long time. Wait, there's more? Sexual escapades were not just with consenting adults. There's disturbing information, and people need to be aware of this. (sighs) Much more to come. Here is uh, Jim Jordan. He's a congressman talking about the laptop and why it's interesting. Quote, nothing was unethical. My son has not made money from Chinese business interest. Now, there are 4.8 million reasons why that statement was not accurate. And how do we know? How do we know that statement was not accurate? The Washington Post told us so last week. (laughs) Not Mike Johnson, not President Trump, not Republicans. The Washington Post told us this last week. They did two stories last Wednesday, one at 11 a.m., one at 11.04 a.m. Two eight-page stories, four minutes apart. Yes. Confirming what we already knew. The laptop was real. The eyewitness was real. The emails were real. The only thing fake 18 months ago in the run-up to the presidential election was the news. Ah, I find that amazing. Yeah. Two eight-page stories, four minutes apart, saying every the laptop is accurate, all the, the emails are accurate, saying this from the Washington Post when for 18 months they said, no, 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 it was Russian disinformation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, think about what happened. in the, And then they had the disinformation conference. Run up to the most important election we have. <laughs> big media, big tech, and Democrats all colluded to bury that story. Well, and who's been saying that uh, big tech, the mainstream media, and the Democrat Party, if they say what you know is misinformation or disinformation, it means they're lying. Here's some more from Jim Jordan. It wasn't just big tech, big media, and Democrats telling us something that wasn't true. They were joined by 51 former intelligence officials who told us it was Russian disinformation. Oh, there was that. And then also, let's not forget Google, who uh, manages all the searches that you wouldn't be able to find any stories on it. There's that, too. Now, think about this. This is funny how the story has changed. First, it wasn't his laptop. Then it was, oh, yeah, it was his laptop, but it was Russian disinformation. Then it was, no, it wasn't Russian disinformation, but Joe Biden wasn't involved. And then, then there was the one that uh, Hunter Biden thought laptop was something that a dancer at an exotic club would give you. And now it was, oh, yeah, Joe was involved, but he did nothing wrong. Yeah, there, it's kind of changed just a little bit, just a little bit. Here's uh, one more uh, nice little soundbite from Mr. Jordan. Uh, this is important. The, 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 the chairman of the committee just said we're not here today to discuss individuals. Oh. But I do think the American people would like to know the truth about this story and why it was kept from them, kept from we the people, Prior to, as I said before, the most important election we have in this nation. Um, couldn't I raise my hand here, teacher? Yeah, I think it's because they wanted to throw the election and uh, and they basically never say anything negative about Joe Biden. That's important information. Thank you. And I hope you we bet. can you begin to dig into that. This committee should dig into that. Okay. It should be all about making sure the American people get the truth <laughs> and not have, as I said before, big tech, big media, Democrats, and mm. former 50, uh, 51 former intel officials tell us something in the run-up to the election that was not accurate Absolutely. on October 22nd, 20. Okay, there you go. So that's uh, Jim Jordan. I've got uh, this Jack Maxey guy. If you haven't heard Jack Maxey, he's the guy that Rudy Giuliani originally gave the laptop to. He's the guy who gave a copy to the uh, FBI, and he explains what he knows happened when he gave it to the FBI, among other things. If you haven't heard this, it's startling. Here he is being asked about what he found. Well, for example, 
think how horrifying the original laptop was, and we only had 28,000 images. When we first took a look at the first 4,000 that we downloaded, it started out as little thumbnails that we enhanced. Uh, I was very uncomfortable looking past, say, the first 10 because these were pictures of young girls clothed but behaving in ways that their parents would not have appreciated. Yeah, these are kids uh, who haven't gone through puberty yet. It, he didn't erase some horrifying stuff. So if he went to the effort to erase 80,000 images and videos, there's got to be some bad things on there. So, so the, the, what you say you've seen are, are horrifying pictures, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what are you going to do with these, Jack? I mean, you have, you have quite a well, treasure trove of, of information that could be very damning, I guess. Uh, what, what's your plan to do with them? In day four of this, we found root certificates that gave Hunter apparently access to the Department of Defense. I called the following morning the U.S. Embassy in Bern seeking a face-to-face -face with the regional security officer. They never called me back. Uh, it took me till Friday to find a two-star general to do something about it. I was told the following morning that they had and they thanked me. Mm -hmm. uh, I also, on that same Friday, this would be two Fridays behind the, the last Friday, called David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware. I spoke to one of his attorneys. They never called me back. I tried David Weiss again Friday a week ago, never called me back. Uh, my objective is to expose the truth. Okay, there you go. Now, uh, of course, um, we found out that the FBI did not have the hard drive, according to uh, one of the cyber chief at uh, the FBI in testimony before Congress uh, two weeks ago, where Matt Gates actually said, well, if you don't have it, I've got a copy of it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, enter it into the congressional record so it exists. So the federal government does have a copy. We know that the New York Times has a copy. We know that the New York Times was given a copy by Jack Maxey uh, about a year and a half ago. They said they lost it. Then literally called him back not too long ago and said, can you get us another copy? And he flew to meet a representative and hand off a copy, and that's right thereafter the New York Times admitted that the laptop is real, but they really didn't expose everything that is on it. Here's some of the Jack Maxey interview that I played yesterday on my show. All these crimes can be prosecuted at the state level. And as I said earlier, why would we wait for Mrs. Peter Strzok to do something about it? Because we know her husband didn't do anything about it because he testified against the president in the first impeachment while being in possession of Hunter's laptop. Here's something that I think everybody has to understand. And I've not gotten a clear answer. The Washington Post has not gotten a clear answer. Mm -hmm. The Senate Judiciary Committee, who finally contacted me about a month ago, had no answer. Mm -hmm. It appears that that FBI agent who picked up Hunter's laptop and those who he was associated yeah. with never filed Hunter Biden's laptop into evidence at the FBI. Okay, so basically the FBI came over and said, oh, yeah, we'll come over and get the laptop. Let's go and get it. And then as they're leaving, probably tossed it in a dumpster. <laughs> that's, I mean, really, that's pretty... Pretty much. I mean, if I'm if I'm here to speculate, and I and I, I certainly am, but I'm also here to present the fact. Hey, you ready for some hot sake? As you know, Jen Psaki has moved to MSNBC, so let's make some hay while the sun is shining. And she's still in the White House. First, this week, Jen Psaki avoided the subject they're trying to force down our throats. That is, transgendered women beating the snot out of biological women in sports. Question about college sports. In some places like the Ivy League now, there are biological males competing against women. Does the White House think that like is Like on swimming teams? Fair. Well, I would note that we're not the governing body for the NCAA or 
uh, any other uh, system. And by the way, I don't know what a woman is because I'm not a biologist. Oh, here's another privileged person, uh, uh, Maxine Waters. Here's Maxine Waters. She uh, doesn't even live in her district, by the way. She's a, she's a representative, Maxine Waters. She's a, like 150 years old. And the other day, hundreds of people showed up in the suburban Los Angeles because they thought they were going to get Section 8 vouchers for housing. Uh, apparently, they were falsely promoted on social media. An incorrect and unofficial social post promised vouchers for permanent subsidized housing to, for homeless people on Saturday that ultimately would descend into absolute hell. Uh, because they're government housing, they would fall apart completely and they become harbingers of crime and murder and drug dealing. But uh, Fathers and Mothers Who Care, a nonprofit that offers uh, programs that provide our homeless community with housing, jobs, showers, food, and clothing, and have never solved the problem, by the way, was uh, swamped by misinformed people who believe they could receive housing vouchers. Unfortunately, the organization could only take the people's information and enter it into an emergency housing database. But uh, Maxine Waters uh, got away from her multi-million dollar home and, uh, and went back to her district and showed up there to the, uh, the people who were homeless and told them that uh, they were mistaken and they should go home. Another, another location where they're taking after. Is there any more locations than this one? Yeah, it might have been. There's so many people out here. I want everybody to go home. And I want. Now she said, I want everybody to go home. And here she goes. We don't got no home. Okay, that's the Listen, that is so beautiful. I want everybody to go home. And I want. We don't got no home. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. I live in a freaking refrigerator box. It's a very nice refrigerator box. We got it butted up to a dishwasher box. It's like a two-bedroom. We got to go, too. Just a moment. Just a moment. Now, this is where she claims to be working very hard for the people of her district, even though uh, everything in the district that she represents has turned to absolute crap. Nothing is going to happen anymore today. But what about all these names? What we're going to... Here she goes. She's got to pull at Whoopi Goldberg talking about how hard she works here. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. And so I will be downtown with Lassa. I will get the housing authority. That's why they came out here today. I made them come out here. And I'm going to go. And you need to know why they, they're failing. Here we go. Why are they failing? Why is your government agency failing? I don't know. Maybe because it's a government agency. Repeated. We gave her several meeting requests for you concerning this in Lhasa for years. Well, well, you've been struggling to try and get stuff for years in her district. I thought she was working real hard. Nobody in Washington who works for their people in harder than I do. I believe. I don't want to hear that. I believe you. I don't want to hear it. I work harder than anybody to not make anything happen in this district. Can we finish? No, no. Work with me. I have lots of meetings and everything. No, no, no. Work with me so we can house people. That's what I'm doing. I do every day. And why are people still homeless? In fact, why has it probably gotten a whole lot worse there, Maxi? The money, the money, the damn the money that you got she said at the floor in Washington, D.C. I will continue to Yeah, whatever. Get the hell out of here. You've only made things worse. Things have changed since the Sony Walkman. Remember that back in the 80s and you'd put the headphones over your ears and you'd go out and you'd walk around everything and, you you know, the, the battery in your Walkman would last a couple hours. Well, now there are earbuds and lots and lots of them out there. Raycon wireless earbuds are exceptional. Why? Well, because they have a 32-hour battery life so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. Like this podcast. Yeah. 
Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up. Maybe you need something to kind of meditate, clear your head. Kids are making noise in the background. Raycon started half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. So you really can't lose. Give them a try, and you will see what I mean. I promise you. Check this out. Go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax and get 15% off your Raycon order, okay? Buyraycon.com slash Newsmax to save 15% on Raycons. Again, buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. A horrific discovery in Washington, D.C. has revealed that the lives of five aborted babies may have been viable. A box by pro-life activists uh, from progressive anti-abortion uprising, Teresa Bukovinak and Lauren Handley, apparently they went to uh, an abortion facility and saw a truck that uh, was labeled Curtis Bay Medical Waste Services. They convinced the driver of the truck that they would give the uh, contents of the box a proper burial and a funeral. Uh, when looking at the fetuses, it appears they were all viable and that they could have lived outside of the womb. Here is uh, a woman named Lila Rose last night on the Chris Salcedo Show talking about the horrific discovery. There are 2,300 abortions every single day on average. It's the leading cause of death for children, abortion. And the latest news out of Washington, D.C., with the findings of these five children, the bodies of these five children, I mean, some of them... They all appear to be viable, according to experts, or they may all be viable. Um, one child, look, some experts have said, looks like they're full term, a little baby boy. But these children were viciously killed at a late-term abortion clinic in D.C., and three, two of them, it's that experts are saying, may have been born alive um, because of the state of their bodies. They may have been born alive. Another little girl may have been the victim of a partial birth abortion. She was a potentially 28 to 30 week old baby. Um, her neck was cut. Her brain was removed. I mean, it's it's uh, horrific. It's devastating. And that's why we're calling on D.C. authorities to actually do their job, because there's two federal laws that still prohibit uh, certain kinds of criminal abortion and prohibit infanticide. And there needs to be justice. This is something that cannot happen in a civilized country. Chris Salcedo is the host of the Chris Salcedo Show, and he joins us right now on the Newsmax Hotline. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, man. Chris, I saw you last night on TV, and I and I saw this interview, and I could tell you were visibly shaken. And, and I'm very pro-life, as you know, and, and I think I, I told you for the first time yesterday you didn't know that I was uh, given up for adoption, and I found out uh, not soon thereafter, uh, well, I should say after I found my biological family, that I was a product of a rape. And uh, my mother went ahead and had me and then gave me up for adoption. So adoption is very near and dear to me. But when you heard this story, Chris, and you talked to uh, this Lila Rose last night on your show, what went through your mind? That a society that would not only do this to the most helpless among them, but also in some, some circles in a society, they would actually cheer this level of barbarism I don't know that a a nation can long endure with that that level. Certainly not a democracy. Certainly not a republic. Cannot endure with that level of depravity as its soul. This this is a mark on the soul of the United States. Every bit as dark. The slaughtering of children is every bit as dark as slavery. Yeah. And the fact that the fact that you have the D.C. police who won't investigate this for fear they will find out that these babies took their first breath and were slaughtered because of the culture inspired 
by socialist Democrats is um, is appalling to me. But it shows you that the culture that is that dominates the, the nation's capital. It's crazy. It is crazy, and it's it's out of sight and out of mind, man. You know, I know that there's that kind of weird smoke coming out of that uh, camp over there. And, and you know, this <clears throat> this kind of, it looks almost like snow falling around on our property, but it looks like ash. But I, I don't think it's anything to worry about there, Chris. I, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Uh, we've been there before, Chris. History has taken uh, mankind through this before and it's doing it once again. And, and you know, I, I find it quite outrageous that so many pundits look at the, the slaughter of civilians going on in Ukraine right now by Russians, which the Russian uh, armies over the centuries have done. They're barbarians. They're, they're evil. They always have been. That's how they roll. But to know that this exists, and in our country there are a select group of people who are willing to shut it down, shut down the discussion, cover up the crime, and then act like nothing happened is... Really pretty amazing, considering that we like to consider, or at least we used to consider ourselves, to be the uh, the good in the world, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, and, I, and I'm kind of torn because there's one part of me that wants to shout this from the rooftops so that, so that America is shocked awake. But the minute I start letting everybody know that uh, there's a group of people out there who believe in carrying babies to full term and then slaughtering them once they are born and take their first breath, and uh, the abortion industry is celebrating out there. But I, I don't want everybody else to find out about this because Mitt Romney and uh, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski just may vote for it if they're given the opportunity. Because yeah, yeah. It, the, the, this level of depravity doesn't seem to bother those so-called Republicans. Can I play another uh, piece from uh, Lila Rose last night on sure. your show? I'm going to do that real quick. Here we go. Well, this is why an autopsy is necessary to see if those babies took their first breath, to find out the manner and the timing of their death. But listen, whether they were killed legally or illegally, that same baby was killed, mercilessly slaughtered. I mean, these are five infants that were that could have been born alive, that instead were killed or were born alive and then left to die. Their bodies were on their way to be burned like medical, burned as medical waste, incinerated. Uh, they were intercepted by a whistleblower who gave them to pro-life activists who then turned the remains over to police so that police could do a proper investigation. But the D.C. police right now are saying that they are no, there weren't illegal abortions, but they admit that no autopsy was done. No medical examination has been done of the bodies. Uh, the, the, wow. Almost a dozen medical experts, almost a dozen medical experts have weighed into live action news after examining the photographs and the video footage of these infants' remains. And they say these babies look viable. One boy looks like he should have been in a nursery. He looks like he's old enough to be almost born. He's almost full term. And and here, here's the backstory. This abortionist, Cesare Santangelo in D.C., we have documented him before on undercover camera saying that he is willing to commit infanticide. Dear God in heaven, Chris, dear God in heaven, did you ever expect to be covering something like this on, on your show as a media member? You, you never want to. I knew something was amiss, and I referenced this already, when a legislature uh, in, in New York, when they passed disgusting infanticide laws, meaning you could abort a child right up until it was delivered. And to, to thunderous applause, I knew that in the future I would be covering something of an atrocity like this. But after after seeing this, you know, Rob, I don't think there's anything that can prepare you if you're a person of conscience, which eliminates our political enemies. Yeah. Um, if you're a person of conscience, you can't help but be shaken by this. But, you know, th this story does undermine 
and I think I said this last night on the show, that the, the principal argument for abortion on demand is that, well, if you don't allow abortion on demand, it's going to lead to back alley abortions. And then that's really going to be horrific. Well, this this meets that definition and then some so the depravity is still going on because of the denigration and the and the, and the devaluing of human life. And we had better turn around, in my view. And I'm going to tell you, Chris, it's happening all over the country. Kermit Gosnell was a was a, just one. Kermit Gosnell was just one. When I lived in Germantown, Maryland, there's a little strip mall right next to my son's orthodontist. And they do late-term abortions. And every once in a while, you'll see a couple signs out front, people saying, don't support this, this monster. But there's a monster. There is a, a Mingala acolyte running that clinic. Running that clinic in suburban Germantown, Maryland. We know now that this was happening at the Surgia Clinic, S-U-R-G-I Clinic in Washington, D.C. And you know they don't give a rat's behind about heartbeat, Bill. They don't give a rat's behind about what, what month of pregnancy is involved there. All they care about is that baby dying. And now it's even gone to the point where they will deliver the baby and then kill it. What in the world is going on with us why aren't people turning things upside down? We've got an HHS secretary yesterday on Capitol Hill who said that his agency would do nothing to stop surgical castration of little boys or little girls being mutilated and prevented the wrong puberty, as they like to call it, funded by the HHS. What the hell is going on, Chris? Depravity. Unapologetic depravity. And it is accelerated. I don't know if you've been as as disturbed as I am, but in the last five years, the denigration of our society, of, of the moral fabric, the character of this country has been shredded uh, with the likes of Walt Disney, with the likes of his company that I'm sure he's turning over in his grave today to see what has become of his once family-friendly company, with the full blessings and with the inspiration of those who are in the basket of biased press, those who are depra depraved pushing their depravity and normalizing it yeah. in the government-run schools. We're being conditioned to accept this, and what? Well, here's the kick in the butt. We're being forced to fund it by yeah. cowardly Republicans and socialist Democrats who have no compunction about putting this type of, of lack of morality onto our society and uh, without any regard to where it leads. Chris, you, uh, you uh, echoed the sentiment that I've carried on the show, and that is we do have people who really want to destroy the country. There's no doubt about it. It's not about switching to uh, another ideology. It's, what, it's destroying the United States as founded. They start by saying, oh, you know, abortion is actually empowering women. And they beat that drum for decades until women become radical pro-abortion because they think that it is a metaphor for everything in life. It is reproductive choice. They had to change the the uh, the name from abortion to choice. They had to change it. Then you've got to, you know, a radical Marxist ideology being taught in schools, and it's, it's CRT, and what it is, it's meant to divide it's meant to make us sound like we are a racist country. It's meant to tear apart the country. All of these things are meant to tear apart a civilized society and a country, and it's all based in Marxism. And Chris, this has we've got to reach a point where we the straw that break the camel's back, and I do believe we have a country uh we've reached that point. And this may this may be one of those straws, Chris. And I'm, I'm grateful that there's somebody in the media who is willing to say this, because I know your competition in your time slot last night didn't say a thing about this. Yeah, I, it's, I, I can't focus on, 
on what others are doing. It's look, you may or may not know we're in the holy season of Lent. Yes, um, I, you and I have never had our a discussion about our faith. Yeah. But as a as a devout Catholic, yes, sir. I uh, I'm a believer that I I am called to tell the truth when. What, that we are enjoined by Christ Jesus to call out evil wherever it exists. I'm borrowing that phrase. Yeah. When he was speaking at an ecumenical breakfast, the 40th president of the United States, Ronald Wilson Reagan, openly said that. We are enjoined by Christ Jesus to call out evil wherever it exists. Right now, the evil exists in our once proud institutions. The institutions of the federal government, government-run schools, inside the courts, and when we see, and frankly, if you look at Washington, D.C.'s police department, who refused to investigate this atrocity. A box of human remains. A box of babies murdered. Yep. Yep. Dear God in heaven. Yep. Chris, I, I... They're afraid of what they're going to find, man, so they don't want to investigate. I, I just appreciate... Uh, I, I am probably not as good a Catholic as you, um, although I do stand by the tenets of the Catholic faith. I don't go to church as much as I should, but my mother made sure my butt was in the pew every day of my life, an hour early or every Sunday of my life. And some of the greatest thinkers that I've ever known have been Jesuits who became uh, priests. I'll so, tell you, my friend, it, uh, being in the pew, it's good every Sunday. I know, bro. But that is not the measure of a good man. I know a lot of people who sit in, allegedly sit in the pews every Sunday. His name is Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. here's, a guy, here's a guy that wants to force me to pay. Yeah. for those abortions so that being in the pews every sunday doesn't make one a good catholic joe biden's a testament to that all right chris i gotta go bro but i appreciate you being on the show you're on five o'clock eastern time every weekday on uh, newsmax television keep up the good fight bro and god bless you in this time of uh of uh, the linton season and and easter coming thank you for what you do love you man right back at you Somebody uncovered this hidden gem from about 20 years ago. It's Anthony Fauci actually admitting people getting immunity from getting sick. Uh, but she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody. Yeah, gets. you don't need that vaccine. I mean, what? Because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And so she if, not she get re- it? if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Next, if she really has the flu. She right. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's, the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. I get a lot of comments from my radio listeners and my TV viewers about the future of the country. And a lot of people are worried about it. And I keep telling them to have hope. And one of the things that I found to be quite hopeful is uh, seeing the rallies that Donald Trump is doing that are broadcast on Newsmax TV. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He is still there. The fire is still within all of us. And I think you'll enjoy this inspirational video. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. We all bleed the same red blood of patriots. We all salute the same great American flag. Our best days are yet to come. Hold on. He's coming. God bless our military, both living and uh, departed. God bless the Gold Star families, our first responders, police officers, Border Patrol agents, and of course you, and until tomorrow, do not, do not, do not. 
catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.